0: Happy Saturday, everyone. My name is Jane Donnell, and welcome to my J Talk. So I have to be so honest with you guys, and I have just had a rough couple of weeks. I'm actually I'm recording this on a Monday, and um, I made a promise to myself that this week was going to be a good week because I've had two really crappy weeks in a row and I'm over it. I am ready to have a good week. Um, So the past two weeks speaking as of this Monday, they have been a little rough. There's been tears, yelling, headaches, and it sent me into a partial spiral of desperation and (laughs) complaining. And so when I was mapping out this week's episode, I was thinking about what do we do with rotten lemons. You all, we all know the phrase, when life hands you lemons, you make lemonade. Uh, Sometimes life hands you really rotten lemons. What, what do we do? Cause I'm not making lemonade out of rotten lemons. And so I was kind of going through and thinking of how do we address this? How have I kind of gathered myself back together this week? And I'm going to share that with you guys. So let's talk about what to do with rotten lemons. So the first thing we're going to do with these rotten lemons is we are going to feel the effect of the rotten lemons. And what I mean by this is if you harvest rotten lemons after doing everything right, you're allowed to be upset. I stand by the fact that you are allowed to be upset when life does not go the way that you think it's supposed to go. I'll give you guys a very brief hint at what I'm struggling with. Um, I'm having car issues and um, if you have a car you know that car issues are expensive. And what's really frustrating is I have really been trying to get my financial stuff together. And I had made a plan and I was like, okay, like, let, like let's like let do this. Like, let's put in the work. And so I made this whole plan. And then two days later, I'm stuck on the side of the highway. And I was like, oh, okay, like, this isn't going to be like, I, I was so optimistic that this was going to be fine. I was going to be able to pay for the repairs and everything. And they hand me the bill and I was like, oh, <laughs> okay and I actually found out the news about how much it was going to be while I was at work and I actually had to take a moment and go to the bathroom and cry because I was so upset because I was like yeah it's gonna be this much like it's not even gonna be that much and then they it was like triple what I wanted it to be and I was like oh okay and it had kind of skewed my plans on um what I was wanting to do with this whole getting my financial self on track because now I have to not only start at the beginning but go beyond the beginning and dig myself out of this hole and then start again, and this year, just in general is going to be kind of a tough year for me um in the sense of I've got a lot of things that I need to do, I need to kind of adult up and um adulting is expensive, so like for this to happen, I was like, okay, <laughs> that's ridiculous. And, um, my, the first thing that my dad had told me, cause he's the one that's been kind of helping me with like, you know, calling the car repair place and like being kind of a messenger and working with me on this, um, that my dad was like, I just, I just don't need you to spiral. Like I need you to not freak out. And here, as helpful as that is, because I understand where he's coming from, sometimes I just need to have a moment to feel it. Um, I want to have a moment where I'm like, okay, but I have been doing everything right. I have this whole plan to get myself better to where, like, if this were to happen six months from now, I would be able to handle this without even breaking a sweat. Like, this is frustrating. Sometimes it's frustrating when everything seems like it's going the way that you want it to and then then the curveball of life happens. But when you feel it, let's control. I like to control the emotions and how we react to things. Um, if you have a whole forest or what is it? A farm, a farm of all these different fruits and vegetables and everything. And one thing that you harvest, these lemons are rotten. You're not going to burn down the entire farm, right? So when we deal with the emotions that we're feeling, it needs to be very controlled. You know, you're allowed to cry. But like I said, like I was at work, I pulled myself into the bathroom. I gave myself two minutes to kind of feel it. And then I got through the rest of my work day. Um, you know, frustration wise, you know, punch a pillow, not a person. Don't make rash decisions when life kind of knocks you upside the head and, and gives you something kinda rotten. Um so just be be aware, you can feel it, but don't let it overtake you. And that is a practice that I've had and that's something that my dad um preaches to me and my entire family, to me. I actually everyone that he knows is like, don't let your emotions control you, control your emotions. So while I understand allowing to allowing yourself to feel the effects of something bad happening, a bad harvest, don't let that completely destroy everything else going on in your life. You know, take a minute or a day if you need it. Um, I took a couple of hours, if I'm being honest, once I had gotten home from work and um, And then I kind of found myself the past two weeks because new things kept popping up. And it's also really frustrating because my car has been in the shop now as well. So like, not only is it the frustration of financially having to dig myself out of this hole, but now it's also like the frustration of I'm almost 22 years old and you know, like I had to go to the bank the other day and I had to walk to the bank because I didn't have a car. Like at the age of 22, I'm like, okay, okay this is embarrassing because these are things that I should have a car for and I don't have a car because my car's in the shop. Like, it's just, I, some things just kept getting added and added. Um, but at the end of the day, it's not like it's like, you know, my mom has let me borrow her car. My parents have been really helpful in helping me figure out this out. Um, but I did really need to just take a moment and I've had a lot of sessions with one of my friends where I've just been ranting and I've like let them know I'm like, Hey, like I'm going to rant for the next 15 minutes. And then I'm, and then I normally catch myself and I'm like, hey, okay, like, 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 let me breathe. But sometimes I just need to get it out, um, and I think that that's really helpful. Is that first step is just kind of feeling the effects of it. Speaking of talking about it, this is gonna seem kind of ironic because I'm sitting here on my podcast talking to you guys about my issues, in a sense. But by the time that you guys hear this, everything's going to be resolved. Um, but the second step is to talk about it, but keep it limited. Privacy and discretion has really become a practice in my life that I'm implementing across the board. I am very guilty of actually, like, probably maybe not even six months ago, um, everything that would happen in my life would be Snapchatted, Instagram, TikToked. It would be on social media. I just put all of my business out there. I would have been like, oh my goodness, like, all of these things are happening and like blah, 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 blah. like life just sucks right now kind of thing. And I also posted like good things that are happening, but I've really realized the art of privacy. Um, Something that people love to do, and I hate this, that some humans are wired this way. Actually, I think we all kind of are wired this way some way or another. It's just, do we check ourselves on this? Is people love to see other people doing worse than them? Um, in the sense of like, oh, well, you know, like this thing's happening in my life, but this person's having this happen in their life. And that's like 10 times worse. So like, rather than being grateful to be like, oh, like, I'm, I'm glad that I have what I have. It's more of like, aha, that person's doing worse than me, which is, like I said, how the human brain is wired. That's why you have to check yourself and have a grateful attitude rather than a hateful attitude. Um, so I found a few people, and by a few people, I mean my mother, my father, my brother knew a little bit about it, and then um, two of my close friends that I talk to on a daily basis. Now, outside of my immediate family, the fact that only two people know these struggles that I've been having these past two weeks is pretty impressive for me. Um, and it's made this whole ordeal much easier um, because... Not everyone needs to know what you're going through. Like, you're allowed to share it with the people that, you know, will listen to you, will offer advice, will um, kind of steer you in the right direction, will make you laugh when you're having a bad day. Like, that's really important to have. But you don't need... I don't need to be posting my car bill on social media and be like, oh, woe is me, because I don't want the energy of people being hateful and be like, oh, well, at least I'm not like Jane right now. And um, to see this practice kind of play out in real life, because this is something I've been, like, micro-practicing. I've been keeping, like, some more good things to myself recently and to my very tight inner circle um, and sharing, you know, just, like, 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 social media is very, like, casual in the sense of, like, oh, here's a sunrise, not, oh, here's all my woes and joys and triumphs of the day. And that's really made a huge difference. You would not go to the rival farms talking about, oh, my goodness, all my lemons suck, because then... The rival farm is going to be like, oh my gosh, well now I can charge four times as much for my lemons because this farm isn't producing any lemons, Like kind of thing. Don't let people capitalize on your bad days. And they can't capitalize if they don't know what's going on. Um, I had, when my car stopped on the side of the highway, I had posted a video of me laughing because I thought it was quite comical actually when it happened because um, I do take my car to the shop pretty often. Um, And it's normally like I'll go to my driveway and turn on my car and it won't turn on and it, like ha- like I'm not driving when anything happens and of course the one time that I am driving, I'm on the highway of all places. I was like this that is ridiculous. Um, and I so I posted on Snapchat me sitting on the side of the highway, like laughing and everyone was like oh my gosh like you have such a great attitude about this and I was like everything is gonna be fine like it's all great like I'm safe I'm at work my car's where it needs to be, um, and that made a whole world of difference in how I've been able to kind of get through this because I don't have a bunch of people, you know, like, oh my gosh, like being nosy and like trying to ask more questions because they don't know anything. They're like, oh yeah, like Jane's fine. Like she's driving around town, which is what I want people who are not in that very tight circle, um, to know. I want everything to appear to be fine because they don't need to know my business. Not everyone needs to know your business. Not everyone needs to know what your harvest looks like. Um, but in the same... Sentence because I did say, talk about it. Don't keep things bottled up. Don't keep everything to yourself. That's why you have a support group. That's why you have a friend group, a family that you can talk to, because you don't want to keep things bottled up. I have had many moments in the past two weeks where I've just wanted to stand on a chair and scream like a little kid and stomp my feet and being able to kind of go on a walk with my dad while we're walking the dog and be like, okay, like this is what I'm thinking and this is what I'm feeling and to kind of be able to get advice and opinions and to, like, kind of have, like, a jovial spirit. Like, we, like, my family and I, like, we've been kind of joking about it. We're like, oh, okay. And so, like, that's also helped in not keeping it bottled up. But not everyone needs to know your business. So talk about these rotten lemons, but keep it limited. Keep it limited. Not everyone needs to know what's going on. The next step is to fix what you can. Use what you can. Um, If there's one good lemon and nine rotten ones, keep the one good lemon. You don't have to throw out the whole batch if you've got one good lemon. Fix what you can. Use what you can. Um, I'm going to kind of walk you guys through this. When I had gotten the first um, wave of news about my car, like I said, I had a moment. And then... um, I, by the end of the night, I had everything sorted out by pulling what I could and using my resources and talking it through, um, and being able to just fix what I could, what was in my control, what I had. It's kind of that thing where, like, you know, like, financially right now talking about I can't pull from fake dollars, like, that's not gonna pay for my car, um, if something's going on in your world and... Uh, you are like, okay, well, in like four months, I'll have this. Well, you don't have it right now. Like, Use what you can right now to kind of help you get through this situation right now. So fixing what you can is important in this whole process. Now that you've felt it, you've kind of talked about it. Now it's that, okay, what do I have still? I One of my friends, he's been so great and patient in listening to me talk about this, but, um, something that he keeps reminding me is you need to be grateful of what you do have. He has a very grateful mindset, which is something that I'm hoping to kind of learn from him, um, as we continue to be friends because, you know, the, the sky could be falling around him and he'd be like, well, at least the grass is still there. Like, that's just like how he thinks. Um, and sometimes having, an attitude of gratitude as they used to say in church really does help. Um the other day I was just absolutely going on the rant of a lifetime to my my gratitude friend and um he was like start listing the things that you do have that you are grateful for and I want you to go to the most basic level. And I was like okay I'm sitting on my bed typing this. Not a lot of people have beds. Um, my stomach is full because I ate dinner, not many people get to go to bed with a with a full stomach. Um, and as I, we were kind of going through my list, it started to get more and more specific to my situation. And I was like, you know what? I'm grateful that I still live at home and I have access to a car to get the to get to places that I really need to go. And I'm thankful that I have parents who are willing to help me strategize and help me figure out the best course of action for this. And I'm grateful, um, for my friends who have been like, hey, like, let me pick you up. Like, let's go, like, let's get you out of the house since you've been kind of stuck in the house for a couple of days. Um, I'm grateful that I had legs to walk up to the bank because I didn't have a car. Like, there are so many things that you can, um, be thankful for even when things aren't going your way. You're like, oh my gosh, like, yes, I, you know, I'm thankful that three lemons out of 60, are good enough for me to make a pitcher of lemonade. I'm grateful that I still have a whole farm of other fruits and vegetables that are doing phenomenal. Um, I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to fix this, that this isn't life ending. This isn't the end of the world. Um, I think changing your mindset and your heart set really helps. And that, when him and I had that conversation, that was kind of the last moment that i was feeling really bitter about what was happening and it was a really a really good wake up call because i was like okay like everything's figure outable everything's going to be all right um and let me do what i can now so that way i can get through this until everything's back to normal um so i would practice if i were you guys and things just seemed to be going rough i would grab a journal Text a friend, text, you know, email yourself if you don't have anyone that you want to talk to and just kind of list things that you're grateful for. And start at the most basic level, the five um, basic needs like food, shelter, water, um, and kind of work your way up. And then you can still find ways to be grateful in the situation that you are in, um, which makes it seem something like I kind of felt silly for how much I had been complaining when I had so much to be grateful for. Um, And so I think that that's something that we should... Start practicing when things start to go south. This next step, if you guys weren't like already being like, why hasn't she said this? Strategize, make a plan. We all know I am the queen of planning and I love a good notebook and pen and to do list, and I do these little life planning sessions. Oh, there's nothing I love more than making a plan and strategizing. So really taking this whole fiasco as an opportunity to just make a new plan, which is, you know, that's a, a bonus. That's something to be grateful for out of all of this. Um, how are you gonna get out? How are you gonna fix this? What's, what's gonna happen here? So making a plan, oh my goodness, y'all, you can probably recite this for me. Sit down, figure out where you are, where you wanna go and plot how you get from A to C and the answer is B and just keep doing that until you have a way to get yourself out of this. That is kind of what I am doing right now and figuring out, okay, how do I recover quickly and efficiently from this setback? I don't want this to be a major setback. I want it to be a minor setback and the way I make it a minor setback is I make a plan to do it. The next thing is to be patient, okay? A harvest doesn't happen every week. Okay. You plant something, you go out and you tend to the fields and it's going to be a minute before you kind of see that progress. Um, you need to be patient with yourself and the process and you need to trust your plan. And this is why I always talk about like, make sure that you're checking in with yourself and make sure that you're holding yourself accountable. If like, for me, like I said, so many times in this episode, I'm so sorry for repeating myself. This is a more of a financial thing for me than anything else. So I need to find a way to hold myself accountable for this is how much I'm saving. This is how much I'm spending. This is where I am in regards to fixing this situation and then getting ahead so that I can kick in my other plan that I had set in motion before this whole thing happened. And so what I'm doing right now, just to give you guys an example, is for the first time in my life, I am tracking my expenses, which I'm going to tell you guys right now, a little side note. Um, if you've never done that before, I would go ahead and do it because I have been less tempted to spend money because I don't want to go and write it in my journal at the end of the night because like it's like embarrassing. So I, have, I put my car repairs on my little tracking sheet. So it's a lot higher than what I would have actually normally spent if I was just regularly tracking. But it's a way for me to be like, okay, what money do I have where and what do I not need? It makes me double think like, do I need to go to Starbucks? Do I need to pick up lunch on my way into the office or can I pack a lunch? Like things like that. Um, That was, sorry, that was a little side note, but um, make sure that you're holding yourself accountable to the plan that you've set and then be diligent in following through. I have had car repair before. I have had a car repair bill handed to me before and I have not been able to pay it right away. I don't ever want to do that again. I don't ever want to get to the point in my life where I struggle to come up with the money. I want it to just be there and me be able to transfer it and bam, it's there. So once I get all of this sorted out, then I need to be diligent to make sure that this doesn't happen again. What did you do to get a rotten lemon? You know, because so, like I said, sometimes we do everything right and it still goes wrong. What can we do better? Can we use better fertilizer? Not spraying pesticides, like making sure that we're watering it enough. Be diligent in following through so that way... When you get to the next harvest, you reap a better harvest because you made a plan, you were patient, you trusted yourself, you trusted the work, you were following Mm -hmm. through, you were keeping yourself on check, you had a little checklist. Did I go out and tend to the field today? Did I do what needed to be done? And then, like I said, you're going to reap a much better harvest. You're not going to have super rotten lemons. Or maybe if life hands you rotten lemons, you're like, well, I have a whole reserve of freshly great lemons that I'm going to make lemon pie lemonade, lemon tart, whatever lemon item you want to make. That's where the strategizing part comes in. You can sit there and you can be in your emotions. You can talk about it till you're blue in the face, but you have to do something to actively get better and make your situation better or else when this happens again, you're going to have to go through those. You're going to be stuck in that, the first three parts of this. And that's not where you want to be. The people who... Let themselves make the same mistake over and over and over again. And guys, I'm speaking to myself just as much as I'm speaking to you right now. Those people are the ones who just want the pity and don't want to actually get out. I have spent many a time on Instagram talking to someone being like, is there anything I can do to help? Like, like let me like send you links and resources that I think will help. And they never take anything. And then a week later, they're complaining about the same thing. And it's been years so don't get stuck in the first three parts of this. You have to strategize. You have to make a plan, and you have to follow through with it, so that in six months, if something happens to my car, I can be like, "Yeah, no big deal. I have this. I have this because I learned from my mistake, and I fi- and I got I fixed my mistake, and then I set myself up better for the future. I kept the lemons that were good, put them in reserve, and I'm I will be fed. I will be fine. So just kind of keep that in mind. And then the last step in this is to give yourself grace. I was talking to my dad, actually, and this is so ironic that last week I was talking about lessons I had learned from Europe, and um, I was talking to my dad, and I was like, I kind of regret going to Europe, and he was like, what? And I said, I just don't know if, you know, financially that was the best decision, like I wasn't at work for three months, and then I had to find a new job when I got back, And, you know, obviously I spent money when I was over there. And, like, would I be in a better position now to fix my issue if I wouldn't have gone? And then I was kind of more conflicted because then I said, but I shouldn't feel guilty about doing this once-in-a-lifetime adventure. Like, I had so much fun and I would do it again in a heartbeat. So why do I feel so conflicted about this? And basically, you can't change the past. My dad said... You made a series of decisions that got you to where you are right here. Yes. But you can't go back and remake those decisions. You can only make decisions for your future self. And I think in the long term, me going to Europe is going to outweigh this car fiasco I've had these past couple of weeks by a long shot. And so I just want you guys to know that mistakes happen. You know... Was it going to Europe for a month that put me in this position? Was it the fact that I haven't been saving as diligently as I should be since I've been since I was 16 and I had a job? Was it going and taking out student loans for my first year of college? It it's never just one huge decision most of the time most of the time. When something happens, normally it's the habits that you do and the things that you do repeatedly that kind of get you to where you are and. Sometimes in the moment, you don't realize that there are mistakes. I wouldn't call Europe a mistake, but I would call my first year of college a mistake. Um, I wouldn't call my first year of working, you know, spending my money more on frivolous things a mistake because, you know, you're 16. And to be honest, I wasn't making that much, making $9 an hour. It was okay that I was allowed to spend, but I should have very quickly realized after that, okay, now it's time to kind of buckle up and, you know, get get your stuff done. But at the moment, it's really hard sometimes to think about your future self because you have to deal with your current self. You have to, it's the microwave minutes where you want something instantly. You don't want to wait in, for the pot roast. You want to have something happen right now. And I that could kind of give you guys insight on how to Make better decisions moving forward for yourself. Thinking about, okay, how does this affect me presently? And how will this either harm or benefit my future self? And you can't think about your past self all the time. Obviously, like, reflection is good. But you can't go back and be like, oh, my gosh. Like, if I could go back to May 1st of 2019, I would have chosen to go to community college instead of my first year at a, at a big school and taking out a loan. But what I can do now is I can make a plan to set... Jaden in a year from now, when she's about to be 23, set a plan so that she's not in the position that I'm in today, these past two weeks, Um, and humans sometimes act like humans. There's gonna be a day that I go out and probably spend too much money even with the financial goal that I have. I'm going to be human, I'm going to make a mistake, but moving forward, we know all lemons won't be perfect. Now, am I hoping that I can avoid a super rotten harvest like this again? Absolutely. But, you know, some life is a curveball. Life likes to keep it interesting. It's As they say on TikTok, for the plot. And so, you know, don't expect that everything's always going to go perfect and that you're always going to have everything just all swell and, you know, la vie on the rose. But, you know, keep that grateful attitude Give yourself grace, make a plan, and set yourself up better for the future so that you aren't stuck back here a year from now. In a year, if I'm having a car problem, that's on me. If if I'm having a car problem like the one I am now, that is on me. So the decisions I make today are going to not only benefit me in the present, and I might have to delay gratification, but it'll benefit future me and I will be thanking the me of today. So I end all of this saying that sometimes you can't make lemonade, especially if lemons are rotten. No amount of sweetener or sugar will fix it. Sometimes you have to just look at the harsh reality that your lemons are not lemoning. But you can use the seeds to plant new lemon trees. Um, I'm going to use the lessons and experiences that I had from this whole situation to set myself up better for later. I'm going to use the seeds. This is what people talk about when they say you don't win or lose. You either win or learn. And this is a learning opportunity. Life is all about learning and constantly improving yourself and fixing things here and there. So that way the future is always better. That's like the whole purpose for us being here is to kind of continue this journey of self-betterment, I guess. And if you use the seeds of the rotten lemons, that doesn't mean that your next harvest is going to be rotten. Or maybe it does, but for I don't know. I'm not a farmer and I'm not a gardener. But for this illustration, it means that <laughs> it does not mean that um, because you can use, you can take what you could from this and use it for something better. So thank you guys so much for coming to my J Talk. I really appreciate you guys listening to this. This was a a good episode to kind of sum up what I have been going through for the past two weeks. And hopefully this helps you out if there's something in your world that's kind of going awry. Things are going to get better, and you know what to do now. So have a wonderful week ahead, and I will talk to you next Saturday.